Alright, the tape is rolling, the light is on, and you are in the two-man booth with Nick Good and Neil Cochran. And this is your podcast for instant analysis on some of the, well, well necessarily say great, but the uh, latest releases. Films that we felt like seeing. Yes, so we have just about 45 minutes ago came out of the theater from the uh, the new Lion King live action adaptation directed by Jon Favreau, starring the likes of Donald Glover, uh, Beyonce Knowles Carter, uh, John, or, I was going to say John Stewart, uh, John Oliver, John Oliver uh, Seth Rogen, Billy Eichner, Childish Gambino. I said Donald Glover. Oh, Donald Glover. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. He's not Gambino in this one. That's right. He's, he's, Glover. He's, he's Glover, yeah. Um, he's community Donald Glover. Uh, yeah, so we just came out of that. Um, we went in without... Uh, well, we went in with some expectation, but we went in without... Um, Didn't look at anything. Did exactly. Try not to, yeah, stay, stayed away from the... Reviews the, and all the, that kind of stuff. The reviews that came out. The instant reactions from others. So... Where do you want to start with this, Neil? Do you want to start with the good, well, the let's bad, just, or let's the just ugly? Let's start with uh, so this was our first uh, viewing yeah. experience together. Yes, at a film, correct? Um, as the two man booth, yes, um, as the entity that is exactly. And so let's just talk about first. Obviously, Lion King. You can imagine what type of maybe crowd would be would be there today tonight. That was uh, probably a lot of people near our age. With their children, yes, there were children um, in the in the lots of audience. kids, uh, older people looking for some nostalgia. Probably, mm-hmm. um, there was a man sleeping half the time. That yeah. was pretty funny. He was yes. snoring. He's snoring through very yeah. crucial. Yeah, those, those the I, so I haven't been to a film truthfully in the new movie theater in the mall now. Like not saying new, but they've definitely done some renos. Mm. And they've done some work. They've done some work because those chairs recline the, way back. I was just talking about the other day. I remember in the days when there was like a Taco Bell in there, yes. a Burger King, a Baskin Robbins. Totally. A bar. Yeah, a bar. Um, yeah, just the chairs reclined way back too, mm-hmm. I noticed. That was interesting, I guess. Um, <laughs> yeah, and you know, this kid's crying. and it was It was just an interesting movie going experience. So yeah, there were times when I was envious of the guy snoring. <laughs> Ooh, already cut. Yeah, deep. we're getting in there already. Okay, so I don't know where do you want to start. Let's maybe let's start just right at the beginning of the film, the cold open. Okay, so the cold open uh, done correctly. I mean, that came out as the trailer. Yeah, or the teaser trailer. Yeah, a they long really time ago. didn't. They really didn't give away a lot in the trailers. No. So Favreau, of course, he directed the first two Iron Man movies, um, and then he directed the live action adaptation of the jungle book which came out a couple years ago mm-hmm. maybe a few years ago now at this point yeah yeah it was definitely a little while um ago. yeah i think it was because the first one they ever did i think was cinderella if i'm not mistaken oh right and then, and then it was jungle book though so it might even oh, on the beauty and the beast yeah the jungle book was f- before that one i mm, want to say okay. but you can you can check it but i am gonna check yeah he, now. it would definitely be a little bit now but again uh similar to this one loaded cast so 2016 was the jungle book okay but similar uh, for Favreau specifically, similarly uh, loaded cast in yeah, Jungle Beauty Book. Yeah, Beauty and the Beast was 2017. Okay. So, yeah, he had a loaded cast, obviously, mm-hmm. in that one. No different for The Lion King here. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the cold open was great. Great. Uh, yeah, pretty much frame for frame yeah. as people have dissected online. Uh, 
I think it the song was the same. Pretty much the exact yeah. same, yeah. Um, I think who sang it was different, but Okay. But it was very, very close. That was when I Carmen Twilly or Yeah, I leaned over Nick the, and said she's killing it. It's it's Yeah. I mean in that original when the sun's coming up, that yep. sort of big blaring. And then music. just the cut to heart like heart the heart cut. smash cut yeah, to the Lion, the Lion King. King perfectly done. Yeah. Uh Hans was coming. Yeah, just, we'll get we'll get we'll to get that. the Hans, yeah. Um so yeah, and then right after that, the opening scene, you have the little introduction with uh or I should say the introduction uh, of Scar with the little mouse and he's chasing him around. He's got some, uh, he's waxing poetic on, you know, some of us are just trying to scap, you know, like survive, sc- survive through the, through the dark or whatever. Yeah. And then Zazu comes in, interrupts him while he's trying to catch the mouse. And then he bullies Zazu a bit and then Mufasa appears. So they, again, stayed true for the most part, for the most part. Um, that one felt very Familiar. Yes, it did for sure. Uh, well, and you get James Earl Jones too as Mufasa, so I think that helped uh, really give you a sense of, oh yeah, this is the Lion mm-hmm. King, right, right, right from the start. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, okay, so I guess well, this is the way we'll talk about it. The first bit of the movie, up until the iconic scene of Mufasa's death, which we can we can dissect a bit more too, but. Like uh, you mentioned it on our car ride over to the studio from the theater, uh, felt like the same movie. Yes, from nineteen ninety four. Is it? Yes. Yeah. So that felt like the Lion King. After that, it well, gets, it takes a turn. So yeah, it's like uh, tumbling. It's like a lion tumbling off the yeah. edge of Pride Rock. Yeah. So, but even in the first <laughs> half, like we'll, we'll touch quickly on it. Uh, Be prepared. The song by Scar. Yes. Felt shorter. Um, didn't quite have the well, same. I I just can't wait to be king is the first one. That I just can't wait to be king. So as we'll, we'll start there. Yeah, so, sure. Yeah, how do you think? Let's talk about the songs. Okay, leading okay, up, yeah, to, leading up to the half. Wait so, like we said, Circle of Life, pretty much on point. Yeah, nothing wrong there. Uh, I just can't wait to be king. Um, who's the young person who does young Simba? J D. McCrary, mm-hmm. who in. Their picture looks like they're singing. Okay. Uh, yeah, he's singing. He has a microphone in his hand with <laughs> uh, with some uh, headphones in for his uh, to check his levels. Um, struggled a bit, I'd say. Yeah. With the song, uh, the girl who did Young Nala was good. Or yeah. Yes. Shahadi Wright Joseph, she mm-hmm. was great. Yeah. Uh, John Oliver, deadpan. Little, little wooden. Little deadpan. Yeah. Uh, Rowan Atkinson. Gave a little life to Zazu during that song. Yeah, and, and I will admit this. I will. I think we'll touch on this now because it'll pretty much come up throughout. Animation helps. Yeah, that will be my big. That's gonna be my I big takeaway. I think with the, you know, probably one of the big complaints maybe about Aladdin would have been the similar that. Which, full an- disclosure, we didn't watch. We didn't watch, but to animate Robin Williams allows you a sort of playfulness mm-hmm. and a personality mm-hmm. that something like this just doesn't provide. Well, so let's I just think- get let's just get into that now. Yeah. Okay. As we were, as the movie was starting, I turned to you and I said, "So, like, what happened to animators? Are they just like out of work now? Out of work now? Because all these movies are because oh, it was after the Mulan trailer. Yes. And I said, are you, so they're all making these reaction uh, live action remakes." Are animators just out of work now? Like, mm-hmm. you know, I guess you just learn to be a graphic designer and then you make a Toy Story. Yeah, try, you, you work try for your Pixar, best. Yeah, um, yeah. There's something to be said about adding that touch to it because yes. a hand-drawn lion, a young Simba, when he goes over to Mufasa's corpse, 
shows more emotion than something that just looks like a, a lion, a National Geographic lion whose mouth has been manipulated to look like it's speaking. Yeah. So Scar in the original movie is like looks different than Mufasa, yes. right? He's got a dark mane. He's got uh, like a different shade of brown for yeah, his. He's more fur. like a reddish brown. Yes. Because um, initially, I guess in the uh, in the, the original um, uh, storyboarding, he they weren't supposed to be related. They decided to make Scar and Mufasa brothers and like, introduce the Hamlet sure. aspect later, just to get probably a little more emotion. I'm yeah, assuming. so that's why they don't look like brothers. And that was always a bit of a like, yeah, hey, they don't if look- they're for brothers, they don't look like at all. Yeah. Um, He's a doctor. So they made the Favreau, whoever made the decision to make them look similar. They make Scar a little bit more lean little, to show that uh, yeah, a little more gaunt, uh, mangy too. To like, show that he's, I guess, suffering in the darkness while Mufasa rules. Yeah. Um, yeah, but it helped having them look different. It did because there were times where like I, I don't know. It's when you have all these like animals that look too lifelike, you get confused. Yeah. I couldn't tell which freaking hyena was supposed to be, which. And then when, when Nala has a little, which we'll get to has a little, uh, standoff with Shenzi at the end. I was like, okay, yeah. I think I know what's going on. So anyway, cause, go- even, cause even in the animation, like Sharab, Sharabi and Nala have just enough of a yes. difference. Yes. She does look older. And then like Nala, you're like, Oh yeah, she's and those big bright blue eyes. Mm-hmm. Whereas again, they, the eye color seemed to change for Nala. Did you notice no, that? No, I didn't notice it that. It went like from like yellow to blue. Maybe it was just when the sun was on. Oh, it, I didn't I guess. notice that at all. Yeah. I noticed it big time. Cause one, at one point they look really blue. And when then, she's older or when she's younger? When she's older. Oh. And then like, but I think it was more when they were in the sun Maybe they did that on purpose, but I found it a bit distracting because I was looking for her blue eyes. Because that's, I mean, that is one of oh. her distinguishing features. Okay. In the, in the, so again, yeah, kind of circling back about the animators. I think when you talk about now John Oliver you singing can just the song, add more yes, to it. Rowan yeah. Atkinson probably was able to be a little more uh, creative because they yes. could play off of his voice yes. a little bit more. Right? Exactly. And I think John Oliver had funny lines for sure, but he it was almost like a deadpan comedian. At times, like there absolutely was, right. I think that's I, where I, you know I laughed at his. Uh, I went, I had a brother who thought he was a woodpecker. Pecker, like that, that was, was funny. Good. That was pretty good. But that know. seemed to be where they really took the changing of the scripts. Even in the beginning of the film, you yes. know, it felt the same. The sort of the comedy aspects, yes, which I'm okay with because I think we, we kind of talked. Well, about we'll a get bit. to the Tone and Pumbaa stuff. Like, yeah, they definitely tried to make it. That's where the storyline isn't required. To move forward with those characters, like they're there to serve a purpose in terms of being there for Simba and being yes. sort of his uh, barometer in that time period. So here was the com- comparison I made to you, and when I saw the Jungle Book remake, mm-hmm. Favreau's remake of the Jungle Book, I re- thought was really good, yeah. and I thought he did a good job of infusing. He inter- he used the two best songs. We talked about this on our Disney songs uh, pod. That he used the two more famous songs, more popular songs, right? Uh, I Want to Be Just Like You and mm-hmm. Bare Necessities. He leaves them in. Um, and then the rest is just more, is just all storyline. Um, and the re- I felt really confident coming out of that movie because I was like, oh, he did actually a really good job. I was, I loved the Jungle Book cartoon mm-hmm. growing up. I thought he did, a, he did a really good take on it. I felt very comfortable with this Lion King remake. I'm like, you know what? It's in good hands. But then I said to you afterwards, I think the big issue comparing the two is that with the jungle book you have Mowgli who's still a tactile human yeah. so there's still that connection for you you can pl- you can see the emotion on the face there yeah um 
you had Bill Murray playing ba- uh, Baloo, but they did they, motion capture. They did motion capture with his face where it looked. It was weird. It you could tell it was Bill Murray. Like it looked yeah. like it, you could see his eyes in Baloo. Yes. Um, Whereas and, this is completely and then all Bagheera uh, was 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 animated in the, villa, the same way as the lions in this movie in the yeah. Lion King, as was uh, Shao Kahn. But there was only two of those. Yes. While you could, you could, you were connected more with like more lifelike looking things, and it wasn't uncanny valley with, with Baloo. I can't explain it. Just it looked. You could tell it was mm-hmm. an animated bear, but it, you know, you had a little bit of f- uh, familiarity with him. Yeah, which is what Baloo was all about. Um, this is. We should also back up. Not not to disparage these digital animators, these graphic it designers. It's, it looked amazing, and it, I can't imagine it's easy to like no. have those faces move like they did. But there was just no. You could tell there were times where they're trying to put that emotion in there. Mm-hmm. It just wasn't there. It yeah. just it just you didn't it didn't have the weight, and it's just so weird. And I thought about it as it was going on. I have so much appreciation for those hand animators now. Yes, their ability time. to like have those those cartoon lions have feeling with them yeah. right and, and drawing you, it hand by hand frame by frame, frame by frame you know when when simba goes over to mufasa after the thing i felt nothing and you yes. know me i've told you before i fucking weep <laughs> i i weep in movies like t- titanic after all these years still yeah. gets me and and the thing is again we will kind of introduce it now too the score makes you want to feel something because when it's happening you're like oh my god all these things and then just the execution with how it sort of played out mm-hmm. It didn't live up to the music that was mm-hmm. happening behind it, you know. I so think. when we did our top movie uh, Disney songs, you put uh, "I Just Can't Wait to Be King" as number one. Yeah. Did this song do it justice? No, no, no. And like you said, there was just a couple out of service, out of Africa. Africa. I wouldn't I hang about. about. It's <sighs> like I didn't. Yeah, well, because it's a choice. Not, because and because they're not singers either, right? In some, we were kind of talking like John Oliver's not like a Broadway. No. Nope. And well, I, was Ron Atkinson though? Uh, I bet you he probably did stage work. Mm, yeah, in, in, in England. In England, yeah. you know they are more, they're more classically trained, more well-rounded. Yeah, they for are. Sure. You know, so he might have, he might not have, but I, I, there were just there was that sense of it was like when Seth Rogen tried to sing. It was just it was kind of funny because it was almost it was so bad. You could tell that's what they were going going for, for almost that like yeah, Boomba was just this like sort of because I think that's what he, he was kind of like that in the original one too. Yeah, he didn't really sing that much, but he, I thought it was funnier here because it was almost so bad. But so, uh, but yeah, so we'll talk about the famous scene then, I guess. For so okay, so then I can't wait to be king, and then, oh, be, then be, be prepared. prepared was just it was quick failure. Yeah, and again, this goes back to the animation. You know, in the original, the sort of the green gas yeah, is coming it out. Yeah, way cooler. You know, and he's he looks intimidating, and he looks the hyenas are you know captivated by mm-hmm. what Scar is singing. And this one, it was more like, oh, just follow me, be prepared. Yeah, and then he just kind of like climbs up a rock, and he's done. So when we <sighs> talked about, uh, ooh, man, we've talked about the Lion King in a few pods. Um, I had mentioned that the. Uh, conservation of hyenas mm-hmm. had an issue with the original sure. Lion King because they made the hyenas look like idiots. Yeah. You could tell that it was... I don't know if it's because they felt pressure, but they definitely changed it to make the hyenas a little bit more... Intelligent. Intelligent. Some some intelligent, some not. Like, there was an, a diverse group of sort of yeah. brain levels. They there. made them less of, like, cronies for Scar and more of just... Like, Scar had to convince them yes. to come with him. Um, which I'm trying to think in the original is that the same thing? No, they're, they're just, already on his side. They're already at the on start his side. Right? At the start, yeah. Yes, 
right? Yeah. Whereas like the Be Prepared song, he came in almost convincing them that like, yes. we're going to kill. Oh, yes. I'll... And then Shenzi's like, we don't need you kind of thing. That yeah. didn't happen. Which the wasn't the case. Like her character, which was Whoopi Goldberg's in the original, she was still kind of. Well, she was a comedy. Like, yeah. She was They're like all comedy. a crony, like you said. It was like, which you had it was a... the dumb henchman. So in this one, it's uh, Keegan-Michael Key and uh, Eric Andre. Are sort of the, the comedic sides ones. of it. But even yeah. Keegan-Michael Key's was like. A little bit more straight. Yes. Right? Yeah. Seemed like. For sure. Um, so, yeah, Be Prepared, definitely a fail as well. It's just like dark, and it just didn't have that same <sighs> yeah. energy that you're like, oh, man, Scar's evil as shit. Which which we should mention, too. Um, I always thought that Jeremy Irons, I was always like, man, replacing him as, sure. as Scar is going to be tough. But We need to give him credit right now. Yeah. Best part of the film in terms of for voice acting? Absolutely. Yes. Um, yeah, uh, Chitwell Ekafor. Sure. Yeah. Aofor. Yeah. Eofor. Um, was he, great. Yeah, he was amazing. So, I mean, most commonly known for probably Twelve, uh, 12 years. years a Slave. Yeah. Um, he was great, but and the British accent helped. I yes, think there was absolutely. It has it, to be Scar has to be like evil yeah, British guy for sure. And it, it he's, felt, he's like a Bond villain. Yeah, it felt familiar. He, I thought he. Because again, he had the, those sort of inflections with the voice mm-hmm. up and down. Mm-hmm. He just had more range than I felt a lot of the. And other the same ones thing. Did. It was funny. I said to you in that in that Jungle Book remake, uh, Idris Elba does uh, Shao Kahn in that, and he was the best part of that too. Yeah. So the English speaking evil yeah. lion tiger thing, jungle cat. Yeah. <laughs> is uh, they got yeah, it figured out? They got it figured out, but. Yeah, him doing Be Prepared was not great. And no. then, uh, what do we move But his at? voice was great, but it just it didn't have the same life. It didn't have so then we same. get to the gorge, and we get to the, the famous scene, which, again, felt very shot for shot as well. Pretty Even close. the zoom out on young Simba yeah. was... The, was the, the, the branch didn't break. Right. The, he, yes. the branch breaks, and he goes tumbling, and Mufasa comes and like jumps out of the thing and catches right, him. Right, right. That was a little different. Different. He just told, just told him to jump. The other thing, too, because the cats look so realistic... They do. Yes. Um, that when Scar plunges his claws into uh, Mufasa's paws. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't. I remember it looked like you distinctly see like Scar's black claws, claws come out and go right into his into his paws. Yeah. And this one, you just it's like two jungle cats just putting their hands on each other. And <laughs> yeah, then we gotta say it, man. The, the the it's a choice. The line delivery. That's the long only, live the king. That's the only part that we'll criticize him on. Awful. It was too quick. It was awful. It was rushed. Long live the king. And smack them. That's the other thing. Yeah. I don't know. I didn't get the smack. Why do you animate the smack in there? Yeah. All Scar did was just let him go. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, that was... I, at that point, because I knew as that was coming up, I was like, oh, this is the part where I might feel a little something. And as soon as that was delivered, yeah. I was like, oh, no, But this is gone. where we're saying, like, the music made it's me want to feel that something. It's, yeah, it's that, that, so those good. strings coming in. Oh, my God. And it, yeah. it feels rushed. Oh, yeah. It, and there's that adrenaline rush that's coming through the music that um, is un- indescribable, really, so when you're watching So, speaking of rushed... As we said, that death scene got a little rushed. And up yeah. until that part got rushed, Neil has a theory as to why that might have been the case. Rushing oh. the first part of the movie. Because now we need the stars of the film, right? We need De- Donald Glover and we need Beyonce. We yeah. need them to have lines now. We're paying them all this money. There are the headliners. Really, it felt like... Did, did it not feel like that to you? Yes. It felt like... After we were, you mentioned it, I, it made sense when I thought about it more. Cause yes. that's, yeah, because I, I, we talked about maybe it's us just being younger. Mm-hmm. And it having more of an impact, but that gorge scene just seemed to be drawn out way longer. Way longer. There was like Zazu, and he, he didn't go find Mufasa either. It was Scar. Yes. 
right? Because it's Zazu being like, Simba in the gorge, right? Yeah. And he's like, what? And then, and Scar just never actually goes. Scar just shows up. Yeah, he just kind of shows up. Yeah. And then in this one, he's like, oh, Zazu, go get the lionesses. Like, that doesn't happen either. Yeah, go get the pride. He smacks Zazu. Right, yeah. In the original. Right, so, yes, he does. He knocks him out. Right. Because he's freaking out. Right. He's like, what are we going to do? And then he just smacks yeah, him. Yeah, I forgot about that. So then that's why Mufasa's kind of on his own. And, and yeah, there, there was sort of a, a more, yeah, a drawn out. So I think it, it, they felt like they needed to get to, and they wanted the Timon and Pumbas. That's where the laughs were going to yeah. come. That was, people were waiting for those characters to come. Mm-hmm. So I think that that ended up really feeling what it felt like by the end, right? Yeah. Sitting back um, to get to Donald Glover and Beyonce, which I'm going to say it now. I'm putting it out there. And sure, let's just get it out there. Beyonce now. can't act, guys. Yeah, Bayhive. She's a great singer. She puts on a good performance. Yeah, she's a, she is an she's an a entertainer. Master entertainer. She can't act. Can't even voice act. And if you think, oh, it's it's anime. It's just voice acting. It doesn't matter. It does matter. She can't do it. Well, she, listen to the delivery of "I Laugh in the Face of Danger." Oh my god! At the end. or the uh, the. Uh, Autobots roll out line. Well, that's Lions attack. attack. What was that? Yeah, that. Oof. Let's, wait, let's <laughs> so, say that again. But she can't. Well, yeah, we can guys, say that now. I'm that's sorry. In the she final can't. battle, what was that all about? She can't do yeah, it. We'll, we'll touch on sort of what they were going for there at the end. But so yeah, even again with a big shout out to the animators that that log scene when they're walking across the yep. log and you you kind of see the progression now because now you know they've met Simone and Pumbaa. Oh yeah, so at this now point. Simba's left. He's he meets Simone and Pumbaa. They they sing Akuna Matata. Which, I, you know, I'd be hard-pressed. It was pretty close to bang on, right? Mm-hmm. Well, again, Billy Eichner's not Nathan Lane. No. You need... With these movies, I get you want to get bigger names in here and comedic voices, but there's something to be said about having people with Broadway and or stage training. Yes. And I'm not saying... I mean, I don't know. Maybe Billy Eichner does. Maybe some of these actors mm-hmm. do for sure, but... I'll say this. I don't think Seth Rogen was bad. No. I don't think Seth Rogen was bad as Pumbaa at all. No. I thought he was really funny, actually. No, I, and, and the, like I said, the Zimone and Pumbaa stuff, I, I can see why that's going to be the popular. Because in a movie that is changing the back half, that's probably the best part of the change. But when like Akuna Matata comes in and those first lines, Akuna Matata, what yeah. a wonderful phrase. phrase. Like Those have to hit. And yeah. He Billy Eichner did not hit those. Yeah, he felt short. Not the same where Nathan Lane did, where just like you feel it mm-hmm. come in. Because again, that score behind it is. <sighs> I think we realized the big winner out of this is Hans Zimmer. Okay, this score, I swear to God, it was not changed by a note. No, it was just transplanted in. in. Which to bring that up, I thought of since the first half of the movie, which we talked about, well, not even half, but the first part of the movie up yeah. until Mufasa. It almost felt like the first quarter. Sure. Was like we talked about was pretty much frame for frame. Yeah, pretty close. Why pretty did close. why did uh, James Earl Jones put any time in here? They could have just lifted his dialogue from the original movie. Pretty close. Yeah, because that wasn't different. It wasn't much. No, it, it just sounded a little different, and he had a couple lines. Like different. just lift it from the original. Yeah. Like and the, him I, and Hans Zimmer are like pretty much picture perfect from the original movie. Yes. Oh, Hans Zimmer. That was first. So when we walked out of the theater. I looked at Nick and I was like, I gained an appreciation. And Nick just looks at me for Hans Zimmer. Like, finishes my sentence. Like, you knew, yes. I knew exactly what I was thinking. Because uh, the, the score is just incredible. Yeah, those strings in the background are uh, so good. Because that is when it would, 
That's what drew me back. Exactly. Every time it felt like <sighs> I'm like, what bloated. am I watching? Oh yeah. yeah, we should also mention this movie's a half, almost a half hour longer than the original. Yeah, but we'll get to some of the bloated scenes. And well, let's get to it now because so yeah. So uh, let's oh, get oh, going, yeah. over, going over the log. Going yeah, over the log. going over the log was another one where the animators really that sort of Extended thing when they're it. swinging their head and, and you see Simba progressing more yes, and more. And Hakuna Matata. It's just like it's it's got that energy again, that liveliness. Mm-hmm. I felt like it just didn't have that because Timon and Pumbaa were funny for sure. They they're definitely going to be the sort of highlights that people are going to remember mm-hmm. the most probably about a film like this. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Cause the dialogue got changed a lot. It, it felt more modern in terms of what the jokes are making. They're making Brad and Chad jokes. I mean, that's where I was like, I, well, well, he, well, he wanted to be a Brad. I was like, Oh my God, we're making Brad and Chad jokes. Like this is a 2019. Well, and film. then they, he made another joke about like, Oh, the grubs are local, like locally yeah. sourced. Yes. Like, Who and, baby? Okay. So yeah. these are the parts, <laughs> these are the parts with the Timon and Puma dialogue that I had a problem with. Sure. Cause these are the things that are going to, these are the things that will feel dated. Yeah. Where, like, the original Lion King didn't have any no. of that. It's, like, slimy yet satisfying. Like, that's what that's all, all you need. And there was a couple grub scenes. Don't, like, make, the, don't make the jokes about it being locally yeah. sourced. And the and, antelope, like, being all deer in a headlight. Yeah, like, there, yeah, okay. They're, I get it. You're trying to... You're you're trying to tap a modern vein with that, but mm-hmm. look, this is look at us. We're current, even though it's a remake. Like look at us with our our current and hip dialogue. Where it's like, well, in ten years, you're going to be like, oh, remember when that was kind of funny? Like, like yeah, for sure. You're definitely there's a you're stamping what, a date on absolutely. The, and I those are the parts where I was like, oh, I see what you're doing, and I think it's ill advised. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So we sort of across the log, log. You're like, oh, the animation's much better on this one. There's color. There's liveliness. It's bright. This one, even in the dark with the moon shining so you're on, the, the, on the original, on, on the original, yes. it's just like beautiful. Yes, and it didn't get that sense again. Anytime no. it was dark and light in this film, I felt it was that's all it was. Mm-hmm. It was dark and light again, and you know it's not the fault of the animators because it still looked beautiful. It did, and you said it looked like a National Geographic. There's even one point when they are chasing. Pumbaa, when Nala yeah. is chasing Pumbaa, yeah. they like slow it down like you would be in like a neat, yeah. when she's turning around yeah. as if a lion was t- stopping and turning. That's super subtle. That looked like a National Geographic going after its prey. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that's kind of cool. Like, yes. it does look great because you're using, you know, you're trying to make the film feel really real. And for, for sure, I thought it succeeded in that, but almost too real. I think what the camp, like the liveliness that an animation has. Um, and the expressions and the bright colors and all that stuff really adds to the tone of the whole film. Absolutely. That it just was missing with the live action. So, so then Simba grows up on Bugs. Oh, he, there was one line that I did like uh, where Billy Eichner Timon says, oh, he's grown by four, 400 pounds and I look the same. Yeah. And I, I, I was thinking about that. Like that's always, that always kind of bothered me that like, the lions, only Nala and Simba seem to ever age. age? Like, they grow up and everyone else always looks the same. <laughs> sure, like, Sim- they make Timon, a joke about Like, that. you don't even put a little, like, gray hair yeah. in, in the in Pumbaa or Timon. But, yeah. Um, so, yeah, Simba grows up. And then we cut to the desolation that is the Pride Lands. Well, even, well, he grows up even though, I even like, we like to talk a little bit about the, can you feel the love tonight? How'd you feel about it? No, we're going to get there. Oh, okay. We're going to get oh, there. Oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah, yes. that's right. Okay, yeah, so Simba's growing up. Yeah, then they cut back. You're right. This is an extra scene now. So this is where the bloating comes in. So we cut to the Pride Lands and we have, yeah, the desolation that is Scar's reign. Mm-hmm. The hyenas have scavenged the land. They've left carcasses everywhere. They've eaten. Yeah. Scar's rule is basically just like mm-hmm. everyone can eat whenever they want. Because there is a little clip in the film, right? But it's all about mm-hmm. like, he's even hungry, right? Mm-hmm. And then he goes, Sarabi. And it's like, she's like, Scar, you've. 
there is no there is nothing left to hunt yes right and that's all you kind of get about the desolation but it's super quick Mm -hmm. but it's not as bloated as what you're about to describe so so. yeah so scar is dining out on an antelope got blood in his fur so we know he's evil if you weren't sure beforehand he is evil he's (laughs) got blood in his fur (laughs) he's trying to I'm just going to say it. Try to nail Mufasa's ex-wife. Basically. Wife. That's essentially what's being implied. Yeah. Right? yeah. Be my queen. Yep. I know you love Mufasa, but you can love me. You could have chosen me first. He makes an impl- There's just, they're, they're doing, they're doing a lot of like weird brother dynamics yes. here. Where even at the start, Scar made some yeah. comment. Like Lots he, of family. He was supposed to be the initial king, but yeah. he guess I guess he lost a power struggle with Mufasa or mm-hmm. something. I don't know. Which they do mention in the original, but mm-hmm. again, it's not as, I felt that the family dynamic was way push down your throat a lot more absolutely so then nala is with the most just breathtaking line reading i've ever heard we must get help oh god beyonce (laughs) uh so anyway so we get a whole nala so here's the thing and i was actually gonna guess that before we went into the film that is gonna be more nala more nala and was there gonna be a how does nala get to Ah, so that's what we got. That's what we got. And so, I was curious about because I was like, that might be a hole that they could try and plug in. Because then it's beyond. Did anyone care? No, I, I'm not saying I did. I'm just thinking, how can you get more Bay in there? And one way yeah. is to maybe see how she goes and finds Simba. Yes. So, so sure that enough, is what happens. We get at least mouse game. 15 minutes of that where she's. we see how bad the Pride Lands are. She wants to leave. The rest of the, the line has to say, no, Nala, you can't leave. This um, is our home. Also, gonna throw this out there. Uh, only lionesses on Pride Rock is the sort. I don't know how lion prides work. So is is it like bigamy? I don't know. Are those all sort of Mufasa? Like, so he's got his one queen, and the rest are sort of like concubines. I've always wondered that. Even about the original. <laughs> yeah, it's the same thing. So, he's, he's, there's only one male yep. other than Scar. I guess so. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to breeze past that. Yeah. Um, I've always wondered that too, but maybe that is, I'd have to look so, up nature. So Nala wants to leave. They don't want her to leave. Zazu doesn't want her to leave, but then decides to help her. Helps her. Leave. In the cat and mouse game. Okay. Sure. So uh, so then Nala leaves. We get the, Nala, no. Yeah. Uh, and then cut to, we're back to wherever that land is where Timon and Pumbaa and they live. Mm-hmm. And we get a really weird, uh, in the jungle, mighty jungle musical number. Yeah, they're bringing all their friends along with them. Yeah, there's. It felt like a Bambi film in terms of like we're just. (laughs) Which was again really well shot. Shot. It's beautiful. The animals look great. That that little that little like rodent thing that jumps up and grabs the yeah the butterflies that looked like a National Geographic. Yeah, and that's what they're going for. That's what they're going for. Yes, and they did it. It's like a lemur or whatever. Lemur, and it just like grabs. No, isn't that? Oh yeah, lemur. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because no, what's uh, Timon's a meerkat? Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Yeah, but yeah. Again, you're right. It, it beautifully shot, but oh man, it, it just again in the jungle. It's that playfulness was there a little bit, but mm-hmm. it just didn't quite have the same. Yeah, uh, and then Nala makes her appearance, and that's where you talk about it, again. The lion chase looks very real, mm-hmm. and then we immediately get into "Can you feel the love tonight?" Yeah, like it just it was like, "Hey, let's catch up." Actually, I think I'm in love, love with, with you. you. That was fast. <laughs> okay. Yes. Okay. So I was wondering if that, because I, again, I'd have to watch the original, but that does not feel like what happens. I don't think so either. I think there's a little bit more like, because they're kind of talking like friendship Whoa, tension. Like, man, where have you been? Like, yeah. I thought you were dead, but so did everybody. Blah, blah. blah. And then like. A natural way to catch up. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you were dead. Yeah. 
Tupac here faking your own death. Yeah. But um, yeah, you're right. And then they just jump right into Can You Feel the Love tonight. It, it felt strange. Yes. And then they're in love. Because it, it didn't really, maybe because the, again, in the animation, they get it tonight. Yes. And it wasn't in the night in this one, was it? No, when they're... It wasn't in dark. It was in daylight. Uh, yeah, it was. Because they're like drinking you know? out of the lake and, yes. or the pond Whereas, or whatever. Like in the, in the original film, um, again, making it at night with the moonlight yeah. coming down. There is like sort of a romanticized version. Yeah. Whereas this, again, didn't feel like that at all. No. And isn't that the point where you want to hit it hard? Especially you have mm-hmm. two people that can probably sing the song. And they did okay. And they did okay. I thought it was pretty good. The song was okay. Yeah. Uh, that was the good Beyonce song. We'll get to the shitty one after. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, so it's then- unfortunate that I'll call her Bay here has the two add-ons that were like, ooh, a little rough. <laughs> a little rough. That made it feel like a different film. Yeah. I don't think it's a coincidence. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, uh, we're talking about fucking talking lions here, man. Like, yeah. how much is be how much are, how much are Beyonce fans? Maybe a lot. I don't know, but how much are Beyonce fans going to the theater to see Beyonce talk as a lion? Yeah, that's true. Like, <sighs> no, they Beyonce fans are Beyonce fans because of what she does as an entertainer. Yeah, but and she's they're rabid. She's one know. of the best. I mean, sure. that is yeah. You know, she sells out full arenas. Absolutely, and. I mean, the stuff. Rolling Stones do too, but... But, yeah. no, I know, but you know what I'm saying, but... <laughs> She's not the only one who does it. No, I know. I'm just... I can go on a whole tangent here, but, like, sure. the Beyonce Hive is just insane. Yeah, it might be but crazy, that's but... that's fandom for you. That's, that's fandom. fandom, yeah, and I... But I think you don't get any sense of that in this. No, no. So then it, it turns out to be a bloated. little static and a little bloated and a little strange. So then... So... Because she doesn't get to do what she's best at. So then we get the great... Uh, which I thought was well done, where the... Simba rediscovers who Mufasa is. That was pretty good. Um, that was pretty on the. So the, here's the, the Rafiki. Th- oh, wait, we forgot about the Rafiki thing. Oh god. So Rafiki finds out Simba's still alive because a tuft okay. of fur makes its way makes its way through the everything. Serengeti. Yeah, through everything. So it's just a, this tracking shot of this piece of fur. Which again, National Geographic. Lots of we're seeing a lot of wildlife, a lot of bugs, yeah. a lot of animals. Whatever. That's cool. At one point, a giraffe eats it, and then he poops it out, and, and a, a dung be- beetle, and a, yeah, literally moves it. Yes, and then breaks it because it falls, and the tuft once again and gets then, caught by the wind. And then yeah, an ant picks it up, right? And then the ants crawling up the tree, and Rafiki finally gets it. It's literally like I looked at Ning, I was like, "This is where we no, get we ten minutes." I, I, yeah, yeah. I turn, we turn to each other, and like, "Well, the, if we were wondering where that extra <laughs> couple minutes, minutes are, were going, this is because we said we're going through like, how can you add more time to this movie? Yeah, well, well there it is. There it is. And that was at least ten minutes. It wasn't ten, but it felt like five. Yeah, I bet you it was probably only like three minutes or something. It was unnecessary. It was unnecessary. Literally following a tuft. So anyway, that's how Rafiki shows up in the oasis. And yeah. then he takes him on that chase through the through the yeah, through the trees. trees and stuff. I thought that was super cool because that. But this also got me thinking because Simba says some comment about go away. Like who are you anyway? He's like oh well I held the the I hold, held Mufasa's song and when he was born. Oh you know my father. Um, there's like a lot of real like I've never did you realize for a lot of Star Wars vibes. I don't know if it's because it's James Earl Jones. <laughs> yeah, maybe. But a lot of like you knew my father who fought in the Clone Wars. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, and then there's even the part where they say like, "Oh yes, your the the force of your father it burns within you." And it's yeah. like there's a lot of Star Wars <laughs> overtones here. Sure. But, um, 
It got, okay, it got me thinking about the Rafiki thing. Like, what purpose does Rafiki serve in the animal kingdom? Yeah. So, well, we're saying he's essentially the priest, right? Well, so he so he raises Simba. His, his duty baptism. To, his, yeah, baptism raises him to show him off to the to the Pride Lands. Yeah. But then Simba doesn't know who he is, so Simba's never we're interacted with him with again once ever. as a child. Is that in original too? He says like he, I doesn't, don't, he doesn't really recognize Rafiki. I thought he, he does recognize Rafiki. Oh, maybe. It's yeah, also it's Rafiki's cloudy. stick without the little like yeah, coconuts on it. Yeah, doesn't that was have it. Dumb. He didn't have it with him because that's one of the funnier parts when he smacks Simba on the head. Yes, in the original. Yes. Oh yeah, he pulls. No, it. he pulls it out. Well, My we'll old wait. friend. No, yeah, no, we'll wait because I want to wait to talk about that sort of. Okay. Because we'll make a parallel that we clearly saw. Also, happening. also the weird like. The one thing I will I forgot to mention the opening scene with the with the baptism. The only change they make is Rafiki broke like a weird nut thing. Yeah, had the juice in it first, and this one was uh, like a root with yeah, like, like powder in it. Yeah, I don't know, weird choice, but okay, maybe it's more. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, it's a powder is so, easier. Yeah, than more like, like Serengeti. Yeah. Uh, accurate. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. So then, um, yeah. So again, this is where the animation, like the hand drawn animation versus the CGI, comes in. Is the whole scene where look into the pond, Simba? Do you see your father? No, I don't see it. And then Rafiki touches it, and then it changes to Mufasa. It looked like the same fucking lion. Well, see, don't you see? Oh, your man. father lives within no, you. And, and that I was, was like, tough one. and then they look. He looks into the sky, and at that point, that was the only time where I was like, this doesn't look great. With the tree in the foreground oh, and yeah, the yeah. sky when Simba's looking up. Yeah. And right well, it doesn't even form into his face. Not really. It does like a little bit with yeah. the lightning yes. hitting, and then you kind of see it. But again, that. You have all this thing. Why are you not making his face then? Even at least a lion face, even if yes, it doesn't look like, like Mufasa, because I'm not gonna be able to tell anyway. Yeah, like you said. <laughs> but make it. I don't know. Not not like every once in a while. There's like a little flash of lightning, and you kind of get an outline of yes. one. I was like, you lose the money at the budget in this one. Like, come on. You, you, ugh. So then Simba decides it's time to go back. You he, are my son. That's such a good. And that's yes. not in there. Ugh, it's just like remember, oh, yeah. you are my son, and the right, the one true king. And yeah. they changed the dialogue a little bit there, yeah. and I was like, man. Where are we going here? Come on. So then, yeah, so Simba decides to go back. He chases Nala down. They run back together. Talk we... about Chase. He doesn't chase the cloud either. Like, that's such a good... Oh, he did Wait, a little bit. He went into bit. the pond a bit. A little bit, yeah. but... Don't leave me again. Yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, and then, yeah, so they, they run across the... Uh, the Well, again, you, we're talking about Nala, and, like, you're looking for extra lines, and then they cut when she's talking to Damon and Pumbaa originally... Yeah, he's a king, man. He's yes. he's this. Like that's how they discover it. Instead of just like making jokes about it the whole time, right? Yeah, and it's never really, you know. They never, yeah, all of a sudden they're like, "Yes, we trust you. You're the king." <laughs> yeah, like that. Um, I was missing that because that's when Nala is getting to know Timon and Pumbaa too, mm-hmm. and I think that helps with the sort of. You know, maybe if you didn't have a three-minute tracking shot of his fluff, you could have <laughs> Nala talking to Mona and Pumbaa and, like, getting a sense of, like, who or Simba Scar is. Or Scar trying to seduce uh, Sarabi, like, over a dead oh antelope God, corpse. Man. Won't you join me for dinner? Yeah. like Then the hyena... Oh, we missed the, 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 the key line because he said, from now on, the lions lead after the hyenas, but a hyena's belly is never No, no, they don't leave a lot. Oh, they don't leave a lot. Oh, yeah. Oh, where does the hyena's belly come in then? I, that's Cause later. Because that comes in later. That's later. Shenzi says it again. Yeah. Um. So. Yeah, but now we're running across the And desert. now we get the, uh, your pride. <laughs> we get the. Well, you uh, can tell there wasn't a Hans Zimmer back nope, on this was, one. This was, a, this was a Beyonce joint and whoa, was it out of place. She sounds good. Her voice sounds good. She, she sounds great Song's again. a piece of shit. But the song's, the song's not good. a piece of shit. Yeah. They, someone wrote it for her <laughs> in Disney. Like, she didn't write that herself. There's no way. 
And she, yeah, she sounds great, but it is out of place. <laughs> it does not belong there. Because I, this is the issue I have with songs like that that became iconic. It's hard to implant one you because can't. you're going to judge it against the other ones, which is unfair to both that song and the old ones because you're disrespecting. No, you're not being unfair to this song. This song is no, objectively but you know trash. What I'm saying? Like, it's, <laughs> yes, you're going to compare mean, it, and then all of a sudden you're yes. going to feel like this is. What well, was like you showed me in the re release? There were they, the, morning, it, the morning report song, which just sounds like. At least Favreau chose not to include that, That's which true. was nice. Yeah. But um, you're right. It, it doesn't feel like it belongs at all. No. You know, she can sing it from here to high water, whatever, perfect, and it'll always be a shit song. So then we get to the outskirts of uh, the Pride Lands, and everything is desolated, of course. Yeah. We have Nala, we have Simba, we have Zazu, who appears out of nowhere, out of who's nowhere. not in his bone jail, which really angered me. Yes, because again... Disappointed talking, me, I should say. Disappointed yeah, me. Disappointed, because that's an... I was waiting for that yeah. scene, because it... I've got the lovely we bunch the of coconuts. <laughs> they are all standing in the row. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then Timon and Pumbaa show up, and then we get our uh, Avengers Assemble scene. Yes. So this is where Rafiki <laughs> grabbing his stick, them assembling basically on the edge, because it isn't a good, again, in the original, you know, Timon... He they does, do do the live bait but, thing. But, he, but he, yes, they do do the live bait thing. But they also, in the original, he's like, this is the place you want to save? And yeah. He's like, this is my home, Timon. Whereas, like, they kind of joke about it too much. Yeah. Because that's, at that point in the original, that I is like what where, you're like, done with the place. That is where Timon and Pumbaa, like, kind of come back down to, like, okay, yeah, we're doing this for Simba. Yes. And it's, they're not making jokes. Like, you're not constantly in joke mode. It's yes. like, when you're constantly a troll, at some point you're like, okay, do you have any other yeah. tr- Re- trick? Redeeming quality. Right? And so I think that is where my one criticism will come in, is that every single thing they said was just for a laugh. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like, there was in the original, there was that balance between the yes. two. Right. And, that's, and it's that's very missing well said. here again, right? You know, he's like, oh, this is what you want to save? And he's like, yeah, this is my home to mm-hmm. like this. And I didn't feel that again. And then, yeah, they do the bait and switch. And so then they can go back to being funny. Yeah. So the, the Avengers Assemble is yeah. basically... But it's basically an Avengers Sim- Assemble. Simba's like... We, we're behind you. Yes, we're behind you, my liege. Yeah. And then we get the shot of all their faces. And yeah. it literally is like... The oh, like that that poster of Civil War where you see yeah. all the and then Avengers Rafiki's faces out in the thing and he picks up his stick finally. Hello, old friend. Hello, which is just a friend. stick and he doesn't even use it. Yeah, well, he does in the battle. Well, but he doesn't get. You know what scene I also loved is when he does the yeah, and I you, you can't see me doing it, but it's when he does like the elbow to the stomach and then the right in the knuckle face. to the face. Yeah, you're right. He's like smacking the hyenas. Yeah. yeah, it didn't feel the same. He's just doing it in a circle. Yeah, in this one. Which see, is this like, is where it really went off the. It, it changed the story because I think that's what they were doing is that they were basically lulling you in with how it was so close well, to the original Disney in the, they're but, going like Disney is like the MCU. It yeah. felt like an MCU movie at the end. At the end. It was crazy. There. Oh, well the lions attack. Oh God. She that, delivers. The that's worst. where I looked. I was like, Oh, that was bad. And uh, I think that's, lions what, attack. I think that's what I was just like, to be honest, I can't act. And we're in an Avengers movie too. Like, like what so are we getting? That's what we get is the hyenas. Fine. What dialogue is this? Oh my God. Also, the whole, like, how would you know that Mufasa looks scared, Scar? You said you weren't at the gorge. Like, how'd they hear him say that? He was just saying it to Simba. Yeah, he's whispering The whole point Simba. is he's saying it to Simba before he's about to kill him. Yes. And then, oh, God, they do the awful, like, flashback. Yeah. That was so unnecessary. Like, yeah, we just saw it. This is not a three-hour movie. No, and they, did and the, it, they do the flashback in the original, but again... But this looked weird. It, the way they cut it in the original, it's like, while, while he's screaming, yes. he, like, jumps. Like, yes. they do it... This one looked weird. It looked disjointed. It did, yeah. 
Um, he just bites on his mane and gets him to pull him up, basically. Yeah. And so. then, uh, so yeah, then we get, so then the the lions turn on Scar. He gets the hyenas to sort of attack Simba. And Nala unites the lions and she delivers lions so, attack. attack. Autobots roll no, out. That, like, that's what it felt like. Oh. I looked at Nick and I was like, what was that? Oh, this man. is where I don't necessarily blame Beyonce. There's a way to read a line like that. Sure, though. but I, I would say that the dialogue Listen, they gave if her she would have, is bad. Neil, the dialogue too. Okay, and the way I, she's I, delivering I see what it. you're doing here. I see what you're doing. You don't want. You don't want to get it. No, you don't what want I'm doing here is that you. I would say she's bad. She's bad. She's bad. And the dialogue is bad too. Unnecessary. You, that line, perhaps. Yeah. But the rest of it, you can't. Some of the other stuff too. When she's. When well, she's yeah, talking about escaping. You, and, sure. But oh man, it's all not good, though. It is. That's true. No, uh, it is. You can save bad lines with a decent sure. performance. Yeah. Well, and Scar probably had maybe somewhere that like, uh, but he, like we said, he really pulls it off. Yeah. Anyway. Fuck. So yeah. the last fight scene, though they add the standoff, which again, like I couldn't tell one hyena from the next. Does Shen? Yeah, Shenzi doesn't fight Nala in the original, does she? I don't remember. I think she might. She might. I, I think, think she might. Yeah. I, they did keep in that last scene where uh, the hyenas attack Scar, which I didn't mind. I thought sure. that was well shot. They showed the shadow and everything. That was but super cool. Here's another thing that I want to bring up. So Scar and Simba have the final face off. It's been Before we even get to what you're gonna say, okay. though, it was beautiful. It, and was. it was, and it was very yeah, with like shot for shot, and yes. the paws are smacking in the mm-hmm, face, mm-hmm. and like that felt cool. Mm-hmm. And they were up on their hind legs, yep. like that was very iconic. But let's hear what. And that being said, the hot take they've uh, they've established in this film that uh, Simba is sort of not no longer a real predator anymore. He's been eating bugs for I don't know how much time is supposed to have passed. Yeah, grow. I don't know the life of a jungle cat, of a, yeah. of a lion, the lifespan, but for an extended period of time, Simba has somehow grown into a full-grown lion by only eating fucking bugs, which I imagine that a lion's supposed to eat like 100 pounds of meat a day. Um, well, considering they're eating whole herds uh, and they're starving. It's been well dis- well established that <laughs> Scar has overhunted. There's literally a line that says, Scar, you have overhunted the Pride Lands. He's dining out on an antelope. Scar's been eating nothing but antelopes for the same amount of time. And yet somehow Simba can go pound for pound with this guy. I don't care if Scar's like 30 years older than him. You're going to be a freaking beanpole eating bugs for your young adult life. And somehow we- and then here's the other thing. So, they- so the- there's a scene where earlier where Mufasa first saves Simba and Nala from the elephant graveyard and he fights off all the hyenas and they even yeah. come like oh Mufasa's strong he's big I can't fight him when Simba shows up they do the whole Sim- Scar at first thinks it's Mufasa reincarnated realizes it's Simba the hyenas attack S- S- Simba can fight them off just like his father did and yet when the hyenas attack Scar at the end he, gets-, he gets devoured See, the problem is I really love The Lion King. But when you start adding 20, 25 minutes, 30 minutes worth of extra shit, you start picking it apart. Yeah. Because that was in the original as well. I yeah. Mean, I didn't care. I didn't never thought about that. Right? And now you did all Because they spend so much time being like, Simba is only eating bugs. Simba's trying to be friends with the antelopes. And they're yes. like, well, they're scared of him now because he's a full-grown lion. Like, you focus so much on that shit, then you start to think about like, well, well you know what? He... Shit. Maybe he shouldn't be able to beat Scar. Maybe Scar should have won. <laughs> right? But then maybe Scar wasn't a worthy king, if that's the case. Yeah. 
Anyway, uh, that's the end of the movie. It ends the same way. It ends the, rain. the same way again, but that's what when Hans Zimmer the came smash in, cut that, to the end. When he's yep. coming, oh, yep. that's when I was like, okay, I'm back. I'm back in the liking. It's like I got transported back. People clapped at the end. I think they clapped because it was over. Mm, they were no, happy. No, I think there was just people that are. Like I said, there were certain points when that guy who was snoring, I was a little envious. Oh, man, oh we got we got the full like Neil. When was the last time you were in a full theater? This is a full theater. We yeah, should, so we I should was there for Endgame, but before that, honestly, I couldn't tell you. We, we, got the, we got the full. We got the guy snoring. Got the woman caught yeah. someone on their cell phone, fifteen rows in front of her. Put, put your phone, phone away. Put your phone away. Like whoa. Yeah. Uh, there was a one part where I don't know if you heard this, but when Tawana Puma go into the the rock area and they first outran the hyenas then you see the hyena eyes behind them someone in the front row went oh look they're right behind you oh no I didn't hear that thank god the guy was probably snoring that's what I heard <laughs> oh, no. he was closer to Neil he was yeah. on Neil's side yeah. so he was leaned way back mm. to him I was that person like his head was basically over well the one woman behind him was like Fought. kicking him or well, something and she finally said like you're snoring really loudly like, she oh she woke him up yeah well cause like like you, like you looked at me. Like, I heard him. I yeah, like, and you were well, like, at first I thought, it, I thought he sneezed or something. No, that was him. Like he, like he basically like <laughs> he choked. choked on his <laughs> snoring, like woke himself up. But then he kept falling back asleep. And even you looked at me, and were like, "Wait, somebody wake that guy up!" Like whoever's with him, like yeah, why like, are you not? Le- why yes. are you letting him? Like do if you that? fell asleep in a movie, I'd elbow you. <laughs> right? Yeah, I've never fallen asleep. I would in a drop film. a bow yeah. on you, man. Yeah, I'm there to watch it. Clearly, he was there for his children, probably, but. Christ, it's it was a six o'clock show. That's how true. tired are you? That's actually how tired true. Are you? Six o'clock. That <laughs> is true. I didn't think about how early it god was. God damn, man! Oh, like that is true. Oh my god, yeah. Maybe he works the night shift. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe, maybe, yeah. whatever. Um. So yeah. Uh. All in all, makes not me want to watch the original. Not good. I hate to say it. I went in with full expectations of it being good and not. I had heard some stuff that. Early screenings mm, are kind of like eh, mixed, yeah. But I was like, okay, you know what? Whatever, whatever. It I'm, wasn't good. I it love wasn't. Lanky, but it wasn't. It's too long. It, like, what's the fucking point? It, here's my question: Because it was it too long, and then some parts that we love felt rushed. Which is how, weird. How, how is that, that possible? How is that possible? Like so the classic scenes were rushed somehow, and these added things where oh. it's like again we're padding in more Donald Glover, yeah. we're padding in more Beyonce. Yeah. Like he's just riffing. Oh, he's riffing now, Pumbaa. I'm like, yeah. oh my god, help us, please! <laughs> what is happening? And um, we're just showing off his voice, like, oh my god! No, uh, yeah, yeah. I um, so next week we're gonna do the same thing. We're gonna release a instant reaction of Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. We've been building up to this for a few months. We're gonna release the Tarantino episode, a spe- another special Monday episode. So full week to watch to listen to that. So we've done Leo. We did. Three actors revisited. We did Brad Pitt. We did Leonardo DiCaprio. We did Margot Robbie. We're going to be releasing Quentin Tarantino on Monday. Listen to all those episodes. And then Thursday, we're going to catch Once Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Do the instant pod. Put that out right away. I really hope it's a better viewing experience, Neil. Because I love going to the film. Yeah. love going out. You know, I love going to theaters. Uh, It's always nice to see a full theater. But, oh, that was going to be my question. Do you think that... Because it's hard to get, you know, notoriously every year attendance in theaters are down. The box this summer particularly is like in, in the tank. Yeah. After Endgame, it's just basically like a nose. Do dive. you think that studios or directors or whoever think that if a movie's not longer than an hour and a half, people aren't going to bother? Do you think that is that why these movies kept getting 
keep being like two hours, two and a half hours, like longer. three hours. Like even Endgame, as much as I liked it, didn't have to be three hours. No. Is it, it because they they feel like people need to get a bang for their buck? Because I don't get it because there's so much, there's something we said that there's an art to being able to like cut something lean and have it still work. Yes. That hour and a half, hour 45 window. As much as we love Tarantino, like one of our big criticisms, you're going to hear when we talk about Hateful Eight, like it's just too long. Too long. Yeah. For sure. So I don't, yeah, do you get it? You get in your own way sometimes when it's that long. Well, that's clear what happened here because yeah. they're adding stuff, they're tinkering with stuff, and all of a sudden you're just like, "Well, we've cut the anime, we've made the animation." Yeah, and it's like it's just not working. Like, the original life work. is only like an hour and a half, right? Basically, it is. Yes, yeah, an hour. So that's my. And then my other question is all this stuff that CG is, is because like they feel like hand drawn animation is outdated and people aren't going to go to theater for that because again. That hand animation, I felt way more from those lions than I did from these lions. For sure. Absolutely. So, I don't know. But they're going to make a well, billion Mulan, dollars. See, I think Mulan's going to be good because it's going to be full uh, like live action. Yeah. Other than, uh, what's that little Mushu? What's that little dragon, dragon name? Mushu, yeah. yeah. I, don't, I don't, they said he's going to be in there, but if so you're that, only CGIing one exactly. character... Again, and maybe then you could do I'm it. I'm interested in what the Little Mermaid is going to be like. If it's going to be oh, like gonna Aquaman, be sort of. Oof. Little Mermaid's a hard one to remake. I'm wondering I'm how they're going to do that. I, I'm shocked they're doing that one. Too. Well, we're, I, jo- I was joking. Are they going to so, use James Cameron's new yeah. fangled underwater 3D technology no, to do it? No kidding. What's Hercules? Are they doing a Hercules? I don't know. I'm just saying if they did it, who would you well, put? Well, no. They've done like three Hercules. Well... But See, like I don't then, like Hercules that much. Sure, but I'm just thinking if they do it from that era, what do you think? Who would who would you cast? Well, see, the funny thing with that Hercules is he was a scrawny little bitch at the start. At the start. And then he, so what, you just do Chris Evans over again? <laughs> that's essentially what the first Avenger is. It's the Hercules story. Zero that's to amazing. hero. Oh, that's amazing. Little Mermaid's a tough one. Who do you think? Oh, I don't know. I was just trying to throw one out there. But they would have some young guy do it for sure. Maybe Tom Holland. Fuck, who knows? Yeah, he is a little scrawny little guy. Like he's ripped, but he's not yeah. like massive. What other ones did we talk about from that era that they would they could do still? Hunt punchback, but no, probably not doing that. No, one. see that I, one would be gritty as shit. Well, his, the other thing that worked with because it's already the darkest one. Well, okay, there's the last thing we'll touch on. I I started to wrap up too early here, um, and I mentioned it to you as we were driving over. That movie, the original Lion King. Didn't ever feel cheesy. No. And this one, there were certain lines and stuff that were... were, were Campy. It was cheesy. Yeah, it was, that were less, less shoehorned in. Yeah. And I said... Low-hanging fruit, as we sometimes yeah, say. Yeah. A lot, like a lot more fart jokes. They made some in the first one. This one had a, like at least three or four yeah, more. Because he uses Timon's or Pumbaa's tail in the first yeah, one. Yeah. But even that felt like, okay. But, so... Did they feel that's necessary? Like the thing that made that Lion King the first one so good and impactful, especially people of our generation, is that it felt like a mature children's movie. Where mm-hmm. now Pixar and a lot of these other movies do that, where they it's a child's story, but there's overarching themes that are very adult. That's yeah. what made Toy Story four really good. Toy yeah. Story three, three very good, incredible. Yeah, Inside Out. I mean, Inside just, Out was amazing. Yeah, but the Lion King never did that in a way that it was like. It just was. They were hitting you over the head. With it, it was one note throughout. It mm-hmm. was the same story for adults and children. Like perhaps as a, there's like the, the father son connection that might be different on uh, whichever side you land on. But for the most part, it was a mature story that had laughs, but it wasn't ever cheesy. Yeah. 
And I think that was important to be able to introduce that to kids. Mm-hmm. I obviously young kids are going to love it. These animals look real cute, especially yeah. when the lions are cubs. They yeah. look cute. Like look kids cute. are going to love it. But I don't know if the Pumbaa message is a little warthog. I just feel like the message doesn't come through as much as the original did. No, it where didn't. it was like really about loss and about rediscovering like what you're meant to do. Where this one just felt like there were. I don't know about you. There were points where it just felt like you. They were definitely hitting. They felt they had to hit the scenes, mm-hmm. you know, let's hit the gorge scene, let's hit the, the pond scene, let's hit this, but it was like hitting them for, for the sake of it and not putting the heart into it that the original one had. Yeah. Maybe that's just what you get when you do a live, like a frame for frame remake though. Sure. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Any, all in all, if you were, if I, on IMDb, you're going to give it a rating out of 10, what would you give it? 6.5. I was going to say six. And six of them are Hans Zimmer's score. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. It's so it's good. It's so good. It's so good. He's uh, the real winner here. Well, Hans Zimmer for the win. Yeah, I guess good movies have to die in order for shitty ones to be reborn. That is there the circle of life, Neil. There, oh, there we go. Yeah. So, till next Burn time. Burn it to the ground like the pride lands. <laughs> <laughs> Only for the rains to come in. And okay, we're, we can do this forever. Yeah, is, wait, hold on. Is it a circle? Or is it more of a straight line of meaninglessness? Yeah, I mean, what? What was that? We'll leave it at that. Oh. Okay, guys, thank you. Uh, Subscribe on uh, Apple Podcasts and uh, Google Play. Follow us on Instagram. And uh, until next time, Neil. Nothing. Thank you.